Welcome back, everybody. Or if this is your first time, welcome to Amusement Park Road Trip, where today we are taking a road trip to... Brandon, you want to see where we're going? Pigeon Fort. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that not it? I always thought it was Pigeon Fort. It's Pigeon Forge. Just, did you really think it was Pigeon Fort? Yes, I did. How old were you when you realized it was not Pigeon Fort? Uh, how old am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> you found out this morning it's Pigeon Forge. I found out this morning it's Pigeon Forge, not Pigeon Fort. That's pretty funny. I'm sure I've made a mistake like that. Anyway, we're talking today about Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And this is an incredible park with an incredible history. The reason we decided to talk about Dollywood today is because last week we did the Amusement Today Golden Ticket Awards. Okay. That, that took me a second. I, could, I couldn't remember. I was like, That's, that doesn't sound right. Golden Ticket. And it, first of all, it was hosted at Dollywood in 2023 in September. And Dollywood won a few of the awards, including Best Park of 2023. So we thought, why don't we talk about it? It's one of the best. And to be honest, this is one of the parks that I've seriously considered putting into my schedule for my family. Start saving up to go there. It is simply the best. <laughs> it is simply the best. When we talk about parks, I'm always like, yeah, I would love to go there for the most part. And, and that's true. I would love to go there, but I'm realistic and no, I'll probably never make it. Dollywood is a place I really want to make an attempt to go to, especially because Pigeon Forge is close to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I'd love to go there as well. So I'm very excited about this park. I don't know if I knew about Dollywood until maybe five years ago. Very specific. <laughs> well. Maybe a little longer, but I, I haven't known about it for a super long time. I knew I first really heard about it and saw it. Adam the Woo went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which he does about once a year. And then he drove up to Pigeon Forge and went to Dollywood for the day. And that was my introduction to the park. What about you? Do you remember when you first discovered Dollywood? Uh, probably four years ago. Did you just stumble across it? <laughs> no, that's just a guess. I don't know. It just, I've known about it for... More so the last little bit, especially since we've done this podcast. And it's always been, I've heard of it. I thought it was kind of more Graceland, you know, for Elvis, kind of a, a shrine to Dolly Parton. And maybe you have elements of that here, but it's more about the amusement park. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I can't remember if I thought about it that way when I first I heard hear about stuff it. and I just, you know, cheeseburgers, pigeon forts, I picture... A fort of pigeons, Dollywood. I picture a shrine to Dolly Parton. So that's just the way my mind works. You're getting a little, little peek into the way the way I imagine things. That makes sense. I can relate to that. Well, let's jump into the history really quick. So before it was Dollywood, there were a few iterations of the park. It started out in 1961. These brothers from North Carolina opened up Rebel Railroad, and it was a train ride through the Smoky Mountains and a train wreck for people to say too. Rebel Railroad is a train wreck to say. <laughs> anyway, if you aren't familiar with Dollywood, I guess we should say it takes place in the Smoky Mountains. And if you look at a map in the center of the park, if you're looking at a flat map in the center of the park, is just a huge open space. And you may think like I did when the first time I saw it on a map, why is there nothing in that open field? Well, it's because that's not a field. That's a mountain or a hill. But they probably call it a mountain. So... 
yes, it is in the Smoky Mountains. It's a beautiful park. And so that's how Rebel Railroad started. It was just a train ride through the Smoky Mountains, which I believe they still have the same steam engine locomotive that started the park. So that's still the original one there. The main attraction was a ride. Besides the train, it was a ride Klondike Katie. And it also had a general store and a blacksmith shop and a saloon. So that was its humble beginning in 1961. In 1970, the Cleveland Browns owner bought the park and changed the name to Gold Rush Junction and changed the area to a Wild West theme park. And so the train ride remained there, but they added mock train robberies, which is a classic. Yes, train robberies are a staple of these types of parks. Yes, they are. With growing success, they added more attractions, including a log flume ride and the Robert F. Thomas Chapel, which still holds Sunday services to this day. So, And that name, Robert F. Thomas, is going to come back later in the quiz, so I'm just pointing that out now. And then in 1976, some familiar names for us, Jack and Pete Hershend purchased the park and renamed it to Silver Dollar City, Tennessee. So if you haven't heard our Silver Dollar City episode, go back and listen. But Silver Dollar City was started by the Hershend family. They still own it today. And so they bought this park and it was the second Silver Dollar City park. They modeled the park after the Silver Dollar City in Branson. As an 1880s theme park, there was significant park growth as Silver Dollar City with many new rides and attractions added. So they came in, changed it to feel more like the 1880s theme that they have in Branson, added more rides. You know, they've done it before, so they probably knew what they were doing and they added some familiar rides as well. And then this is my favorite part. So in 1982, Dolly Parton is in an interview with Barbara Walters and she said she wanted to open a theme park in her hometown. And I'm curious how the reaction was from the Hershen family because Pigeon Forge is her hometown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they panicked or if they were like, this is a great opportunity. They were looking to sell anyway. Either way. Well, they weren't looking to sell. They are still the CEOs. Oh. Is the Hershen family. But they reached out to, Paul, to Dolly. Polly Darton. Polly Darton. <laughs> they reached out to Dolly Parton and asked her if she'd be interested in a partnership. So... She agreed to it and she requested, I I don't know. I don't know the whole thing because like I said, the Hershen family is still actually the CEOs. Dolly Parton sits on the board, but she is not the CEO of the park. But she had a change, a name change, obviously, to Dollywood and a park makeover. And that begins the history of Dollywood again in 1982. I have a dumb question. Yeah. Is there a Dollywood sign? In the front of the park? Similar to the Hollywood sign? Oh, man. That's a great question because they've got a mountain for it. Yeah. But I I don't think they do. Missed opportunity. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it would fit in with the theming. They would because it's called Dollywood. Yeah. Anyway, so again, that interview was in 1982 and that's beginnings of Dollywood. But it was not until May 3rd, 1986 that Dollywood opened. They opened to 1.3 million guests in the first season, and that doubled the Silver Dollar City attendance from the previous year. So the name association brought people into the park, and to this day, it still brings in millions of people each year. What's your favorite Dolly Parton song? Jolene. That's all I know. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I really like Dolly Parton. I love watching her interviews. She's spunky. Mm -hmm. She's really funny. I think she's really down to earth and has not gone away from that country girl. That she is. So, yeah, she's a fun personality. Yeah, she really does. So, we already covered this. Who currently owns it? It's the Hershen family and Dolly Parton Productions. 
it has about 50 rides, I think more than 50 rides now, but 50 rides and attractions, including 10 coasters. So this was confusing because on one of the sites I was looking at while doing research, it said nine coasters. And then I was watching a video and they kept saying, they've got 10 coasters here. And you know what I could have done is just counted them, but I ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) There's a simple solution for this. There's a simple solution. Just basic math. Just looking at a, a map and counting them. Math. And some fun facts before we take a walk through the park. So 2023 Golden Ticket Awards, again, were held in Dollywood and it won Best Park. It won Best Kids Area, Best Guest Experience, and it won the Best Christmas Event for 2022. So it's a great park. What else can I say? So Brennan, should we take a walk through the park? Let's do it. Okay, so this park is conveniently broken up to many areas of the park. There's 11 different themed areas. Just going through them quickly. Adventures in Imagination, Show Street, Jukebox Junction, Rivertown Junction, Country Fair, The Village, Owens Farm, Craftsman Valley, Wilderness Pass, Wildwood Grove, and Timber Canyon. And I believe Timber Canyon is the newest part of the park. An expansion, I believe. I could be wrong. I think that's what I heard, though. So we're going to go in order as we walk around these. And there's a lot to cover. So we're just going to point out kind of the more classic rides in those areas and not spend too much time. But if you're listening and this is your first time hearing this podcast, what we do is we talk about or we mention each of the rides. And then next week, we'll have a second episode focusing more on the best rides and attractions that Dollywood has to offer. So if we quickly cover something or just mention a roller coaster, but don't say anything else next week, we'll go into depth. So that's a lot to get out. So when you enter the park, you are in adventures in imagination. And from what I can tell, there is the dream song theater. And that pretty much makes up adventures in imagination. That seems like the smallest area. Yeah. And they have performances, shows. Yeah. They have Dolly's home on wheels. So it's her tour bus that you can actually tour. Mm. And yeah, the Dream Song Theater where they have different acts come through and play. So, which I think there was like three or four theaters, which it makes sense based on her country music career. They're going to have people there and it's a great place for your music. So moving on to Juke, man, I'm struggling with this one. Jukebox Junction. And I'd have to say that this is my favorite themed area. I don't know about you, but I love it's like the 60s, 50s and 60s diner. They have old school police car parked on the road. It just looks really nice. Similar to Cars Land? Oh, yeah. It is similar to Cars Land. I, I kind of felt that way. I mean, With- I th- this was probably here before Cars Land. So I guess Cars Land is similar to Jukebox Junction. Right. But I bet Route 66 was there before Jukebox Junction. Okay, fine. Everything is based off of Route 66. That's That's the OG, Jukebox Junction. Another very notable thing in Jukebox, I am struggling so hard with that. Jukebox Junction. Just call it JJ. No. Is, uh, there is an Airstream camper. Did you see this? Uh, yes. I call it a silver bullet because my family has an Airstream and we call it the silver bullet. It's the silver campers. Yes, I know, I know what they are. Yeah. Did you see what they're selling in there? No, I didn't. Dippin' Dots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I should have known. Yeah. I, I was going to remember to... Say how terrible dip and dots were, but 
I can't believe you really don't like Dippin' Dots. How do you not like them? You know what? Maybe what it is. I don't know if I've had the actual Dippin' Dots. I've always had off-brand Dippin' Dots. Maybe I've never tasted the real deal. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is a huge revelation <laughs> because I love Dippin' Dots and I'm always blown away that you don't like Dippin' Dots. Have you tried the off-brand Dippin' Dots? No, I've only okay. had Dippin' Dots. All right. I'm going to make a commitment right here. Our first $1,000 I will take and spend a portion of that on Dippin' Dots. <laughs> <laughs> The first thousand dollars we made in just a few months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, I'll try some Dippin' Dots and report back. And I'm curious if you can buy them at the store now, but I'm curious if those are the same. I might have to try those and let you know. See, see, that's the thing. I've I've only had store Dippin' Dots, off-brand store-bought Dippin' Dots. And maybe that's why my... I was just going to say they do have on-brand store Dippin' Dots. Yeah, but those might suck too because it's from a freezer. It's not from an Airstream, you know? Yeah, good point. Anyway, so I'll go to the zoo or wherever they sell them from their their pure, unadulterated state. And I will report back because I know this is the content people want. They've been asking for. <laughs> well, I have for years. But yeah, I, I know. That's This, is, this really is a revelation. <laughs> I can't believe this. This whole time I thought you really hated them and you still might. But I don't think so. I think they're great. So jukebox junction. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. Jukebox junction. Oh, it is a hard Juke, word. Jukebox junction. They took out run, what it was the part called before? Rundown Railroad. What was it called? Oh, Rebel Rail, Railroad. Re- <laughs> I see. They just they're. It's very on brand to have names and things that are tongue twisters at this park. Maybe that's the. Maybe that's their their shtick. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, those Joke are hard for me to junction. say. Jukebox Junction. It has one of the best coasters in my opinion. I this is the ride I really want to go on. Lightning Rod. Oh yeah. The name fits in with the theme, and the coaster is up on a mountain. It is really cool. It also has Pines Theater, which is another theater. So now we've talked about the Dream Song Theater and Pines Theater. Does Dolly Parton ever perform at the theaters? I know she makes appearances, but does she ever perform there? My guess is if she does, it's probably once a year for like a Christmas special or something. I'm mm. not sure. The last thing to mention in Jukebox Junction, bam, I got hey, it. Hey, you did it. Is Rock and Roadway. I love this. I don't know if adults can go on this, but it's a little, it's like it classic cars. like they can. I think I saw adults in it. And the, the cars are sweet, like little hot rods. They fit perfectly in the time period. Yeah, I, And it kind of goes around the coaster, at least the entrance of the coaster. Moving on to River Junction, guess what they have in River Junction? I'm going to guess they have some water rides. Well, you'd be right there, but they also have a back porch theater. Oh, another theater. <laughs> They've got another theater. Theater acting. They also, so I mentioned you can see Dolly Parton's tour bus, which is really cool, but they also have Dolly's Tennessee Mountain Home, which you can tour. And they have Smoky Mountain River Rampage, which from what I heard, so that's a a River Rapids ride. And what I've heard is you don't necessarily get soaked on this. You might get wet, but you're not going to get soaked like you do on some other rapid rides across the country. So you're not going to soup your pants. No, you're not going to soup your pants. We're going to go through River Junction. That was quick and get to Country Fair. In Country Fair, there's a lot of very generic rides that we're not going to cover, but there is one really cool one that I saw and thought, I don't know if I've ever seen a ride like that. So 
it's called the sky ride and you're it's kind of like swings but you go up a tower on swings so i guess i have seen a ride similar to this but they have these at state fairs yeah it was just really cool i think it's something i would want to ride but along with country fair they have the midway so they have a bunch of games there that you can play and then from country fair we're going to the village and in the village, there's a train depot. So it's kind of themed around the train depot. It's really cool looking. There's the Heart Song Theater. And, oh, Brendan, do you hear that noise? What? It is our carousel review. Oh, you oh forgot. Boy. You forgot about the carousel review? No, never. Of course not. So... This is called the Village Carousel. There are 60 classic horses, beautiful painted, and they are beautiful. There was one that was painted like a mermaid, a horse painted like a mermaid. It was awesome. The lead horse, if you had to guess what the lead horse's name was, what would you guess? Um, Alpha? Dolly. Oh, duh. It's, it's referred to as Dolly because of its flowing blonde mane, which I love. Large pectoral region. Just say a large bust. Large bust. <laughs> and it's plastic, by the way. <laughs> a plastic bust. <laughs> it was built by Chance Rides, which is actually located in Pigeon Forge. And in 1970, Chance Manufacturing purchased the assets of the Allen Herschel Company and began building carousels. Anyway, so this is a Chance Rides carousel. From what I could gather, this carousel was built in 1998 that's not old for a carousel although it does look like a classic carousel and do you remember last time we spoke about carousels and i asked what is the music that plays and i couldn't think of the music and we said maybe waltz or something Mm. i have the name here but i'm afraid to pronounce it because uh i'm gonna have to look more into this because this might not be the type of music that plays all carousels that is like waltz music, but at this carousel, it is Calio. Oh, no, you're right. That's correct. That's That makes sense. You know what that music is? Yeah. Hmm. That's a real word. So I wish I had more to say on this carousel. I looked for a while and could not find the history, but if it was built in 1998 and specifically for Dollywood, there isn't a lot of history behind it. We just know that there are 60 beautifully painted animals. And so, yeah. There's something special about carousels. I don't know what it is. I think it's appreciating the art. There is an art behind a carousel. It's an art form. So it's just so simple. Yeah. I rode a carousel earlier this week at our zoo and it was just, it's great. I love it. It's so much fun and it is the most simple ride ever. So that is our review of the carousel and we're back to just our normal review now. You made it sound so sad. Well, I love the year back to our normal review. Now we start heading up the mountain, which this reminded me again, going back to our zoo. Our zoo is a giant hill. So you go uphill or you go downhill to start, I guess. So when you go back, you have to go all the way back uphill. And this is very similar. Unless you only visit the front of the park, you can't avoid this giant hill. There's a lot of walking and it's a big hill. So We're going to start going up the hill and our first stop is going to be at Owens Farm. And at Owens Farm, they have Barnstormer, which this is, do you remember what the, this is the ride, the giant like swing. 
And do you mm-hmm. remember what the ride is called at Silver Dollar City? It's the same one. Pretty sure it's Barnstormer. I think it is. Yeah. I wonder if they just buy one, get one half off <laughs> deal. So this is a ride I've never been on, this type of ride, but I really would like to go on it. A huge swing. It's like the updated version of a classic pirate ship or any type of ship swinging back and forth. This is like that on steroids. Owen's farm is very small. We're moving on to Craftsman's Valley. And in Craftsman's Valley is Blazing Fury. Brandon, what do you know about Blazing Fury? I know it is a roller coaster. Uh-huh. And it does a backward spot? No. No? Nope. Blazing Fury is, well, I'll give you a hint. At the beginning of the ride, you take off and you hear, fire in the hole. Are you confusing Blazing Fury? I thought the, oh, no, 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 no. I confused the other one. Lightning Rod is the roller coaster. Blazing Fury is the fire in the hole ripoff. Not ripoff. Not a ripoff. I know. It's just. It's the same company. The same type of thing. I'm not, not saying that as a slight in any way because I think both rides are great. Yeah. But it seems to be a more newer, updated version of Fire in the Hole. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Right. Yeah. It's not as exciting, but there are a few similarities. One of them that I noticed were the voices. I'm pretty sure is the same voice actors. They say different stuff. Yeah, they say different things, but I'm pretty sure it's the same voice actors because in Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City, there's the classic, Red Flanders, get back in here and get your pants on. And he yells something about them stealing gold out of his pockets or his pants. In this one, there's no guy climbing out of window. There's a girl sitting on top of a house about to jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is what it looks like. That's what, yeah. Jump. Don't they have a trampoline? I don't know. I don't know. If I think there's a, a trampoline at the bottom. I Is think there really? she's, they're wanting her to jump down because in the olden days, they'd use trampolines to protect people as they jumped off of stuff with fires. Oh, that makes sense because the town's on fire. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I was watching it. I was like, why is she, why are they encouraging you to jump off the, <laughs> the house? This is a dark ride. <laughs> jump it. off the house. Do it. Yeah. Jump so, off onto the bounce house. And I guess it's not like she's standing to jump. She's sitting down on the ledge of the house, leaning forward. So yeah, this town's on fire. Sorry, I'm going to interject. You're making this seem like a review of the ride. It's a great ride, but we have a whole episode to talk about rides. Yeah, you do get to hear fire in the hole. Also in Craftsman's Valley, there's Calico Falls Schoolhouse. I don't think you can go in the schoolhouse. You can just poke your head in and see it. It has Daredevil Falls, which is their log flume ride. And I'm curious. I wasn't sure, but I, I think this is the same flume ride that was opened in 1970 or at least added when it was Gold Rush Junction. They also have Eagle Mountain Sanctuary. And there's this really cool spot where I think it was bald eagles specifically, but maybe all eagles. Bald eagles who are deemed to not be well enough to make it out in the wild, whether they're hurt or they didn't fully develop, whatever, and they're not going to make it on their own. These birds then come here and live in the sanctuary, which is really cool. It seems that they actually take care of the animals here. Yeah, I think so. There's a theater where they do shows. Oh, there's two theaters here, Valley Theater and Wings of America Theater. So they do bird shows here. And it seems like they have a lot of open space to fly around. So that's kind of the the thought I had as well. We can't forget to mention the Robert F. Thomas Chapel, which I mentioned at the beginning, is in Craftsman's Valley. And they have Sunday services. Everyone is welcome. 
They have the Tennessee Tornado, which is a roller coaster and a good one at that. And I think that's it for Craftsman's Valley. It's quite a bit. Oh, I did want to mention this. There's a restaurant there, Granny. Oh, no, I can't pronounce that name. Olga's? O-G-L-E-S. How would you say that? O-G-L-E-S. Olga's? Olga's? Yeah, I don't know. Ogles? Ogles? Granny Ogles? Ham and Beans restaurant, which I don't know. disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Ham and Beans. I bet it's great. I mean, it's probably good, but it just sounds terrible. Yeah. Ham and Beans, I don't know. It doesn't sound great, but I'm sure it is amazing. They also have barbecue. And most importantly, Tennessee Tornado Dippin' Dots. Jeez. Yeah, they're really going all out on the Dippin' Dots, and good for them. They have my vote. That's quite a bit in Craftsman's Valley. We're moving on to Wilderness Pass. You did fail to mention the really cool eagle structure. Oh, I did. It is huge. Well, no, the eagle structure's in Wilderness Pass. Oh, sorry. I assumed with the birds that was in the birds area, but you're you're right. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were right when you mentioned it. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. It was there. But so in Wilderness Pass, there's an interesting coaster I want to talk about first, which is the Fire Chaser Express. And you mentioned this earlier about a roller coaster going backwards. So I was watching it and thinking, like, this is a really slow roller coaster. I think there's a launch at the beginning, but it seems slow. It's not very intense. I'm like, okay, this is a family coaster. And then you get to a part where there's all these fireworks and you're up against the wall, so you can't go forward anymore. And I'm, I'm like, is the wall going to lift up? Is the ride over? I was so confused. And then you shoot backwards and you go half the way backwards, which was really cool. So, but again, we're not talking about rides. We're just mentioning them. So that's Fire Chaser Express. And they also have Wild Eagle. This is a crazy coaster. This is where the bird is. Yeah. This gigantic handcrafted metal bald eagle. It is huge. Great photo op. Nothing more American than a bald eagle. Mm, Bald eagle, my favorite. Yeah. And then they have Wild Eagle, which is a very interesting coaster where you sit on either side of the track in like these hanging seats. That's not a great way to describe it, but you're not sitting in a seat that's above the track, if that makes sense. The cart splits out from the sides, so you can sit on either side of the track and you're in like these harness seats. Is that a good way to describe it, Brandon? Is it like a bat? Kind of like that, but there's three of them to three seats on either side of the track. I don't, I think there's a real name for it, which I'm sure there is. Park podcast, we should probably know the name. I think it's, a, it's totally fine that we admit that's one thing. When people act like experts, they really don't know what they're talking about. And I don't have any specific examples. All I'm saying is that we're not experts. We just are very passionate about this stuff. And so we love looking into it and researching it. And we're going to learn along the way. Ah, suspended coaster is what it's called. Oh, it's a suspended coaster. Yeah, I'm sure people could rattle off who made the coaster and what type it is and all that. Oh, we just enjoy researching this stuff. So that is it for Wilderness Pass. And this is a long episode. In Wildwood Grove, there is the newer coaster of the year and one of the best in the country at the award ceremony. I can't remember. I think it took second in the newest coasters category. It's the best family coaster or something like that. Best yeah. family attractions. Something one like of those. That. It is the Big Bear Mountain. The cart, the the train, the track, it looks really cool. It looks like a vehicle. It's themed around like camping and it looks like a lot of fun. From what I saw, there was really great reviews. 
There's also the Black Bear Trail. And the only reason I mention this is because it's a you ride a bear. One person rides it at a time. So it's cool. That's a, a bear. <laughs> and the reason I thought of that is because one of my favorite parks is Legoland. And they have one where you ride Lego horses. It's like the same ride system and everything, but it's Lego horses. So <laughs> I love seeing that ride. Although on this one, it looks like adults can ride it. The Lego yeah. horses, adults cannot ride. They have a height limit. Lame. I know. I would love to ride on one of those horses, but I can't. That's it for where the heck are we? Sorry, Wildwood Grove. They have a few other, like the Great Tree Swing, which is a pirate ship at our park where you swing back and forth. But most of the the other rides are kind of generic rides. And the last area of the park, this is a long walk, is Timber Canyon. There is the drop line, which is a tower. You rise slowly. It is 230 feet tall. So you get a great view of the Smoky Mountains, the Great Smoky Mountains, and of the park. You get to the top and then drop. It is a drop tower, which I mentioned 230 feet. Our drop tower and our home park is 217 feet. And I'm a fan of the drop tower and not the blast off where you shoot from the ground up. Brennan, if I remember correctly, you do not like the drop tower. No, I don't like the blast off. I don't like either one. It's all too scary. I guess that's true. I don't like either one, but I would much rather ride the drop tower one. Me too. Re-entry, as it's called, because it is the rocket. You are re-entering the atmosphere. They also have Limberjack lifts. And the reason I mentioned this one, this is a tower where you lift yourself up the tower. So you sit in a seat side by side with somebody and there's a rope between you and you lift yourself up. This is another ride at Legoland that I really like. So I wanted to mention it. And then we have Mystery Mine. This is a very interesting and unique ride. And I think we'll be covering it next week. But all I'll say for now is that is it's I've a mystery. <laughs> that it's a mystery. That's all you need to say. I've heard it's not very smooth. It's a rough ride. We also have Thunderhead another awesome coaster and whistle punk chaser, which is a little like kitty land ride or kitty coaster for little kids. The kind of coaster that's really small and it just loops like three times. And guess what else they have in Timber Canyon, Brandon? Probably some stupid dipping dots. Drop line dipping dots. We should get a dipping dots endorsement. This episode sponsored by dipping dots. Yeah, I don't support that yet. And then there's a pathway for you to walk down the hill. You just walked all the way uphill and now it's finally time to walk downhill. Walking downhill, you finally reach the front of the park and Show Street, which has another theater. Another theater. Oh, there's the Dolly Parton Celebrity Theater, the Show Street Palace Theater. In case you didn't know, Dolly Parton was a celebrity. Yeah. There's also the Dollywood Emporium exit through the gift shop to leave. It's this huge gift shop. It's really cool. The theming of this place is amazing. The buildings look beautiful. They're really nice and um, fit in well with the theming. And the last thing I guess I think we mentioned, but I want to make sure we mention it again, is the train. It is an actual steam train and it travels through the park and through the Smoky Mountains. So. That is it. My legs are tired. That was a long walk. And now... It is quiz time, Brandon. You ready for this quiz? Ready or not. All right. Question number one. So I mentioned Robert F. Thomas, the chapel earlier. What connection does Robert have to Dolly? Now, again, Robert F. Thomas Chapel was put in to Dollywood before Dolly Parton owned the park. So he was there before. But what connection does Robert have to Dolly? A, 
he was their family pastor growing up. B, he's Dolly's great uncle. Or C, he delivered Dolly when she was born. Hmm. It makes most sense that he'd be their pastor. What were the other two options? The pastor, he was, he's Dolly's great uncle. Um, great uncle. Or he delivered Dolly when she was born. Shoot. I'm going to go with he delivered her because that just seems like the weirdest connection. And you would be right. <laughs> that is a weird connection, but he did. But what was the name of the doctor that delivered you? Oh, my mom knows. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I couldn't even tell you who delivered. Well, okay. I take that back. I could tell you who delivered my kids, but for me, yeah, no idea. Yeah. I mean, but they also lived in a small town, so he That's was true. the town doctor, I guess. He was the, he delivered her. He also gave her her medicine and everything, all the things. All right. Question number two. What has Dolly never done at her own park? A, she's never eaten the award-winning food. B, she's never been on a single ride. Or C, she's never skipped a line in front of paying customers. I really hope it's the right answer because it's just a boss move. I'm going to say C, she didn't skip the line. Oh, no, she wouldn't have to skip the line because she's never been on a single ride at Dollywood. What? Yeah, she's never been on a ride. She, in her own words, she's a scaredy cat. She doesn't want to mess up her hair. (laughs) What she says, (laughs) this made me laugh. She says, if anything's going to be messing me up, like messing up her hair and makeup, she says that it's a young, handsome man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So. What a skink. um, (laughs) A a ride's not going to be messing her up. She does get motion sickness. Okay. Why did she even want to build an amusement park in her town? That's a great question. She, this might not be the exact reason, but she, a big thing is that she wanted to have jobs for people in her town that she grew up in. So Mm. she thought this would be a great opportunity to give a lot of people jobs, but that's probably not the only reason. Question number three, what is the origins of the Dollywood Express? This is the train. Is it, it is the original train built for Rebel Railroad. B, it is from Silver Dollar City and was brought over when purchased by the Hershen family. Or C, it is a World War II train that delivered supplies. All great answers. I'm going to say the World War II supplies. C. Oh, you would be correct. Yeah, this yes. train delivered supplies for World War II. It's got a great history. And I believe, like I said earlier, it's the same train that has been there since the beginning, since Rebel Railroad. All right, Brandon, I, I added a fourth question. We usually only do three and we could do up to five, but I've added a fourth here. Didn't know these were the parameters you'd set. Out of the norm. What food item can you purchase for a large group? I had to add this once I saw it. Bread. A, an entire deep fried turkey. B, a five gallon dish of ice cream. Or C, a 25 pound apple pie. Oh, so five gallons of Dippin' Dots would be a lot of Dippin' Dots. So I'm not going to say that one. I'm going to go with the pie. You would be correct. Wow. How much? 25 pounds? Apple pie. It said a slice of pie. Could serve like up to four adults. Well, have they ever met me? I'm sure there, there is not a challenge to eat the 25 pound apple pie. You probably would die. I, I don't think it's the last challenge possible. of your life. Yeah. So that's it for our quiz. Now, Brandon, I want to ask you if you could only ride one ride at Dollywood, you got there, the park was closing, you could only ride one ride. What would that ride be? I can only go on one ride the whole time. Yep. Uh, this one is going to be come as a surprise to you, but the ride I would choose is Lumberjack Lifts. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Really? Yeah. 
Why is it that? Is the, it's so unique. You pull yourself up. It's just so different. I say that because obviously I'm not going to go there and only ride one ride, but it's the most unique ride. I've never seen anything like it before. Hmm. I guess that's true. I felt that way when I saw it at Legoland and I thought oh. I've never seen a ride like this before. Well, they have it at Legoland. I take it back. And it's a lot of fun. No, you could stick with that answer. It's a no, lot no, of fun. No, 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 no. If, if I can go to Legoland, then it's not as unique. I just hadn't seen it before. So I'm changing my answer to, um, I have to give it to Blazing Fury. Yeah, because I'm just a, I'm a, how can I put this delicately? I'm a hoe for dark rides. Okay. I think you summed it up perfectly. Our I'm, listeners, a, I'm a big fan of dark rides. The listeners will know exactly what you mean when you say you're a hoe for dark rides. Yeah, if I can go on any ride, this is why I just, I, I appreciate roller coasters, but if it's between a roller coaster and a dark ride, I'm going dark ride every day. Yeah, that makes sense. And for the most part, they're more unique than roller coasters. I don't know. There's a unique aspect of them, which is the dark ride aspect. I'm actually going to go with the roller coaster. I'm going to ride lightning route. First, of course, I'm going to walk through Jukebox Junction because I love that. If I can say it correctly, I love that themed area, but I really want to ride Lightning Rod. It looks awesome up in the mountains. So really cool ride. One thing you left out that I have to bring up, it's in the Smoky Mountains and aptly themed. They have so many smoking areas at this park. Smoking areas? Yeah. Areas designated smoking areas where you can smoke your... Whatever you're smoking, I guess. Well, probably not whatever, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It just seemed as I watched a walkthrough, they pointed out lots and lots of smoking areas. And I feel that most parks don't have smoking areas anymore. They just completely avoid those. I don't think you can smoke at Disney anywhere. No, but things are different in Tennessee. Things are different in Tennessee. I mean, the the mountains are already smoking. So, you know, what what difference does it make? Well, I was going to mention that John Denver is full of because I thought the Smoky Mountains would be a little more smokier than this. <laughs> so Dollywood is often rated. It goes back and forth between Dollywood and Knobles for the best theme park food. And I will quickly mention they had a good old Southern mashed potatoes and chicken and vegetables dinner. Looked really good. But I'm only going to mention one food item. Did you look over the food at all? Because the question is, what food would you eat? Um, honestly... If your answer is anything other than that cinnamon bread, what are you doing? It's cinnamon bread. Yeah. The video I watched, they mentioned it like you can actually get cinnamon bread here. A lot of people don't know that because the one area where everybody thinks you can get it, the, the line mill. is a huge line for cinnamon bread. What is it? Where is it? Where do you Gr- get it? Grist mill. Grist mill. Yeah. So I would love to go there and get some cinnamon bread. Ooh, and I think that's it. I think we've covered Dollywood so far. Besides the fact that next week we'll talk more about the rides. So, Brandon, <laughs> to wrap this up, would you really want to visit this park? I think I know the answer. I would visit this park. We should take a family road trip. Okay. I wish it was a little closer. I wish this park was two doors down. Um, but the positive thing is it's open from, what time is it open? It's got to be open from at least 9 to 5, right? 9.30 to 9.30 during the summer. Oh, okay. So at least 9 to 5, you know, you could go there. And, uh, you know, they even have uh, some fun things you can do at Christmas. You can have a little hard candy Christmas if you'd like. I'm I'm just reading through Darley Parton songs at this point. I don't know if you you picked up on that. Yeah, I got that. (laughs) So, yes, I would go. I'd check it out. Let's take a a road trip. 
find our way to Dollywood and it'll be the day we fall in love. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Bets on us, you know, the bets on us. (laughs) One of our most important questions is, does it have a waterfall? Ooh, you know what? I forgot to look. Yes, there are a few waterfalls. There's a waterfall in Blazing Fury. There is a waterfall on their new ride, Big Bear Mountain. Mm -hmm. There's a waterfall that's coming out of the Smoky Mountains. So they've got us covered. There's plenty of waterfalls. uh, Oh boy, I've I've kind of failed the listeners in not paying attention to that better. So I appreciate that you did. Yeah, that's all right. I got your back. All right. We've gone way over. Any final thoughts? Um, No, I don't have any more jokes. Sorry. That's all right. Well, thank you for listening. And remember next week, we'll be talking about some of these rides and attractions in more detail. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us or just let us know on social media that you listened and that you enjoyed it. We'd love to hear from you. You can also email us at amusementparkroadtrip at gmail.com. And that is it for this week. We will see you next week. Bye now. Bye now.